Welcome to the Book Business Boss Show, hosted by Julia Royston, helping you get your message to the masses, turn your words into wealth, and be a book business boss. Well, hello, I'm Dr. Julia Royston of BK Royston Publishing, Royal Media and Publishing, and the Book Consulting Services Company, The Book Business Bosses, where we help you get your message to the masses, turn your words into wealth, and be a book business boss. Uh, Welcome to another episode of The Book Business Boss Show, where I seek to take 15 years of uh, learning, growing, mistakes, uh, wins, losses, of the things that are really learned in the book business. And not only the book business, but business period. Um, working with people, um, you know, the things that I paid for that I didn't necessarily need. Um, some essential things that I, that I feel are really important for someone with a book and someone with a business um, and someone with a nonprofit or ministry organization that you're wanting to um, really focus and streamline and be best and uh, be profitable. And because entrepreneurship, business, uh, being a business owner, whether that's full-time or part-time is not easy. And being able to get guidance and uh, learn from the, as I say, the wins and the losses is really, really important and really what this is about. So last season, we really talked about Uh, the writing world. This season, we're going to be talking about the business aspects as you're continuing to um, write your books, determine who your audience is, um, feel your way, find your way. Um, Even if you feel your way and find your way or know your way, um, there's always things that we can learn and grow. I'm constantly learning. Even after 15 years, the first um, 10, 10 and a half were bivocational. I was a, a, a teacher and a librarian for 30 years. And then when I t- retired four and a half years ago, almost five years ago, I had been full-time, hard in the paint. So um, so therefore, eh, I don't know everything, thank God, but I know a lot. <laughs> so if you need to have a conversation after any episode or uh, about your book or direction for uh, your business or direction for taking your book into a business or um, just need to to have a conversation about some ideas off of somebody, go to talkwithroyston.com and schedule a time. Remember that time is Eastern time zone. And uh, if you're in another time zone and another time around the world, um, always email me at bkroystonpublishing at gmail.com and then we can schedule a time that's convenient for both of us. So today I want to continue my conversation. Uh, last week we started, I gave you the seven 2023 updates. Um, and number one was checking emails. And I find that a lot of people don't check emails. Now I'm a little bit obsessive because I have all of my, or I can have all of my email uh, 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 outlets and email addresses and and notifications on my phone. So we'll talk about technology down the road too, about having what the, what is the importance of having a great phone. But first off, uh, we talked about checking emails, especially after a long holiday, long break, or even a short weekend, it doesn't matter but really checking them. Now, number one, I just want to reemphasize that you need to read 
review what the email is saying. And then if you, if you, if you find like me sometimes when I'm reading that, I'm reading it through my filter, my emotions, what I thought, who I am and all that. If you're reading that and that's a little bit difficult for you, you may have to have somebody, especially if it makes you angry or emotional, you may need to have someone else review it who is uh, a lot more um, methodical and a lot more logical and and is not reading it into it emotionally. Because I, th- I think sometimes we look at emails and then we get emotional and then we respond and the person, that's not even what the person was saying. Because remember, it's a print and you're not getting hearing the inflections in their voice. You don't know if they're angry. And so the the tone of the email is, um, and you know, uh, just as a sidebar, they've got AI now that's, uh, and we'll talk about that um, sometime in the future, but that can actually write emails, write text for you in the tone that you want it to be in. So some people use words that if they were speaking them to you, you wouldn't be offended. But if you're reading it, you're like, well, wait a minute, hold on. So I've always had to have, my husband is extremely logical. And he's like, no, that's not what they're saying, Joey. Get out of your feelings. So sometimes you have to have somebody else review your emails before you start uh, responding. And then sometimes you got to think about it, even after they give you a little clarity. And then you might have to write out your response and leave it in draft for 24 hours. That's what I suggest. Um, because sometimes, you know, responding right away in the heat of the moment, blah, 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 you say things and that you, if you thought about it again, you might not mean. And I've had many emails where I was like, man, I was beating the typewriter. And then all of a sudden, I, the Holy Spirit will convict me and I press the backspace or I press the de- delete or I just delete it all together. And then I have to pray about it and then respond. Because I I do, as they say, I still do get convicted about, no, uh -uh, that's too strong or no, uh -uh, you know, you didn't need to say all of that. Because uh, one, an email message can be a legal document and held up in court. Yeah. So that's one of the main reasons why emails are so important, because they're a written document. First off, they got a date stamp on it. They got a time stamp on it. They have exactly who came, where it came from, exactly the person you were directing it to. So this, oh, I was confused. No, but you wasn't confused. You know exactly where you sent it. Even if it bounced back and it was the wrong email, you know what you were trying to do and you know where you were trying to send it. So therefore, if if anything goes down, especially if it's in a, a business arrangement where money is actually exchanging hands, services are provided, product is created, those can be held up in court. I've seen it too many times and I know it can be so many times. That's the reason why I'm like, read, review, think first. You might need to put it in draft. What do you need to say? Do you need a lawyer to look at it? Is it that deep? Or do you need just a friend or your husband or spouse um, to look at it? Because you don't want to send something out there and then we got this back and forth and and a major deal and we could have... uh, it's a possibility, it doesn't always happen. It's a possibility that um, you know, legal action can happen. So um, so therefore, reading, reviewing, responding is is really critical. Um, your email message needs to be clear as well. Your subject line needs to be clear. We need to know what this email is about before we open it. 
Now, I've known some people who do uh, trickery, clear subject lines, um, like uh, the party starts to, tomorrow. Or you have one and all those. That is the easiest way to me to get deleted, removed, and I don't want to work with you. Let's let's just be clear. We don't have time to waste and we don't have a lot of all these shenanigans to, to, to be dealing with. So therefore, having a clear subject line, this is a contract. Th- thank you so much for, uh, um, you know, meeting me for lunch. Uh, it was a pleasure meeting you at this expo. This was it was a pleasure meeting you at this event. And then people know, OK, we do have a relationship. Who is this? And if you can't clearly tell in your email address uh, who it's from. So I'm more willing to open it, um, you know, and, and, and the emails that say, um, OK, just in case you didn't see the last email, you're getting ready to get spammed an email, especially if we didn't if, if I didn't respond to the last email and I'm not and I'm, I'm not interested and I've already told you I'm not interested. And then we get into the next level where I, I delete you and I block you. So be really careful. Emails are are, are serious business. They're definitely serious business for serious people um, such as me. <laughs> because I don't have a lot of time to waste. Um, and then also, um, you know, if there is a, a specific thing that you want to clarify and you don't want to necessarily put it as a an attachment, I use um, a screenshot sometimes for clarity um, because, you know, a lot of people attack me. I didn't see, I didn't know. And, and you didn't send me an email. Oh yeah. I've been in business a minute. So I've had people attack me. So what I do is I go find the email I sent and I screenshot it because then remember, I just said it, it's got the date, it's got the time, it's got the email that I sent it to. And then normally the response back is, Oh, I'm sorry. That must have gone in my spam folder. Okay, so then you need to um, have me as a a safe address or, oh, I don't check that email anymore. Can you send it to this email? So therefore, you know, this this is a major email is a major communication device, just like text messages can be administered, social media posts. I mean, it's, it's, it's serious business. So I utilize emails for business. I utilize emails to say and connect with people, reach out to people. And then I have um, a clear understanding of what we're doing and what we're not doing. Uh, emails I use a lot, of course, in my business to uh, relay contracts, et cetera. So it's it's a uh, it's a clear you know business. I, I don't I don't play around as far as emails are concerned because they can mean the uh, difference of your business going to the next level or your business declining. So checking emails is just really, 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 really key for me. Now, also. Um, when I'm dealing with with emails, I use emails also as a contact and a promotional uh, way. Uh, way. So how I do that is in the signature. So I don't know what uh, email you're using, email service you're using. Um, I highly recommend, even if you have your own website email, even if you have iCloud, even if you have um, Hotmail, Yahoo, whoever you have. Um, I really, I, I like um, Google because you get all those services with it that are free, all that software. Well, you do in Microsoft too. You do in OneDrive too as well. 
But I like um, in Gmail being able to go in signature and be able to include a lot of information. So for example, it has my name, it has my logo of my business. Um, I include contact information, how I want to be contacted. If you need more information, go to talkwithroyson.com. I've told you that here uh, many, many times. If there are additional website links um, that I want you to include, uh, besides just contacting me via email, there are other information. So you can use it as a whole promo outlet. Um, You can also put your social media handles in there too as well. So I have uh, all types of social media handles. Um, Of course, I mentioned about having the images of my logos, but also I have my business tag, helping you get your message to the mass to turn your words into wealth. And then I use hashtags. Um, I put my hashtags in there because they are searchable, um, not only online, but searchable you know, in the email. And so, you know, I I utilize that signature space as much as possible. Now, I rarely have put my picture in there. Um, I did for a time, but I took that off because it was changing it back and forth. So if you just have an image of your logo uh, attached to that, that really helps. So people start recognizing, especially if you're just getting started in business, Um, you know, you need to be able to, uh, for people to start, uh, recognizing that as your brand. Um, and so, you know, that that really that really is, uh, to me, a maximizing use of marketing and promotion. Not having anything in the uh, uh, the uh, signature space, I'm sorry, the signature space is really kind of a waste of real estate. Maximize all of that. Utilize that as much as possible so that you're able to uh, uh you know to to uh, it's an opportunity it's a blank space utilize it maximize it when people open your emails and they're able to see um all of that information they may go there they may not but there may be people who don't know you and you're reaching out to them uh, a cold call quote unquote and so when you're reaching out to them that is an opportunity for them to get to know you vet you get to know you more Find out more about what you are, who your business is, what you've done, see past uh, projects, events, and experiences. So emails are are really, most people say, oh, email is dead. No, no, no. I still use it. I, I still uh, bank on it. As they say, I, I still uh, receive pros- profits and proceeds from it. So uh, that's really uh, some things to to really consider just off the bat with emails. I'm going to be back with more. I'm going to take a break right here. When you publish a book, you're now in the book business. Sure, you may or may not be signed to a publishing company, but when your name is on the front cover of a hard copy or an ebook, you are a part of the publishing book and literary industry. You help keep the industry alive and thriving. What do you really need to move your book forward to a business? What will it take to move this book or more books to make you an entrepreneur? That's what this book is all about. From Author to Entrepreneur is designed to take the years of publishing, writing, and coaching people in the book business to now creating businesses with your books. Discover how you, too, can go from being an author to an entrepreneur. Available at Julia Royston's store. 
And if you are seeking to be a book business boss, go to bookbusinessbosses.com. That's bookbusinessbosses.com. And we're back. So we're talking about um, emails. Yeah, getting the new year, new month, new week, new day. Whenever you're listening to this, start it off right. Check your emails. I'm getting my emails all day long. I do strategically um, decide when I'm going to check them, but I'm in constant communication because I don't want to miss out on an opportunity. I'm on people's email lists and um, there are some people I really want to do business with. I want to collaborate with them. I want to um, continue to move forward uh, with the relationship with them. So I'm on the lookout. I am um, checking my emails very often. That's the reason why I have the email on my phone because I don't want to miss anything. So think about, rethink about uh, emails now, there are some people, yes, that I do want to get notifications from and uh, could be critical to moving my business forward. And I'm on the lookout for them. On the other hand, <laughs> excuse me, there are some people I need to unsubscribe. Now, you know, when you buy a program or sign up for to a, uh, get an event uh, ticket to go to an event, um, you are giving your name and email address and the payment for whatever it costs. You also are being giving them permission and you're subscribing to their email list in a lot of cases. So you subscribed and you didn't know you were subscribing. You, you, you know. So therefore, you have to determine, is this a one-time relationship? Is this something I'm just going to do this one time? Or is this going to be a relationship that's going to be ongoing? Something I do all the time. Do I need to stay in constant communication with them? Or is this, you know, I just got the ticket for that one thing. And I, it was a good event and I enjoyed myself. I don't really need to get all of their monthly updates. And I don't really want to see that. So what you do is unsubscribe. Um, start looking at, um, in Gmail specifically, there is a folder that has promotional, um, uh, um, that they've kind of sorted out that this is really kind of a sales promotional area. If you don't want to see any of those emails, just unsubscribe. Go scroll all the way. It's required by law. So you scroll all the way down to the bottom of the email message, and there should be a place to either say stop or unsubscribe. Now, there may be... Um, and that's and should be in their signature. Um, but there may be uh, another question you got to answer. Like, why you want to leave us? Oh, I can't believe you're going. Yeah. You say, I, I didn't really want to subscribe to all these emails. Or, oh, no, I don't have time to look at too many emails. And I just need to opt out. So, and so therefore, I, I would do that. I would review all the emails that, that from people. And then what I would do is if you've unsubscribed, I would unsubscribe first. And then I would um, look at either the email address or the subject line or the business and go to the top where you can search. There's always a search bar in the emails where you can search for specific emails. Put that address in and you'll notice when you press enter or search, all of those emails come up. 
and then you can over on the usually in the left hand corner or somewhere you can select all of them and delete them all at one time. Now, if you're like me and have had multiple emails come through from certain people, um, you may it may be a few pages before you get them all deleted. But you're only deleting emails from that one organization or that one service or that one company or that one organization. You're not deleting all the emails. So search for the company, the email address that it's coming from, then delete those emails. It'll clear, clean up your uh, inbox really good. So that that's one of the, the main tips for, um, you know, especially with sales and promotional emails. Now, some people like my husband, he just says, oh, I deleted that. Oh, did you save it? I don't delete nothing. So, um, so I unsubscribe and then I delete those emails from the service that I unsubscribed. Number two, create a folder for people that are, are providing you quality information, but you don't have time to read their emails now, create a folder. So, you know, if, if you're on my email list and you say BK Royce and Publishing, I'll get that and put that in the newsletter, the BK Royce and Publishing newsletter, you can create a folder and then direct those emails there and then read them later when you have an opportunity. Okay. So create folders so you can organize your emails so that you can go back and quickly, especially if you're doing business with someone and they sent you images or they sent you, um, uh, a logo and you're doing business and you don't want your emails to get cluttered up and get um, overlooked. So some things that are really, really important. Now me, I keep everything so I can go back and search and find and put their email address in and there it is and because I, I don't delete nothing. And if if I need more storage, I get more storage as opposed to deleting something. So um, and then so therefore, organizing my emails is really, really key because it's key to my business. It's key to what I do. Um, so I I review and and delete very carefully uh, unnecessary promotional or sales emails that I'm no longer interested in. I create and organize. I create folders for emails that I really want to keep and that I really need to see but I don't have time to do it right, right then and there. And then finally, make sure that I, I've said it before and I'll say it again one more time. Be sure and check your emails and then um, and respond to them because um, that can make the difference of people wanting to do business with you and not wanting to do business with you. The other thing that I haven't even mentioned was about the email address. And, and this will be the last thing. Um, thank you, Holy Spirit, for bringing it to my remembrance. Be careful what type of email name or handle or username that you use. Um, make sure that it is, it you know, and we're all adults here, that it is uh, commensurate with your and goes along with and represents your brand or business. I know everybody's got a private life and that's your own business. And I get that. I'm not trying to tell grown people how they need to live and all that. That's left up to you. But I do want you to be aware of that some people may or may not do business with you because of your username and handles that are 
maybe cute, maybe um, and I had I had someone who had an issue with that, that the person was got offended Im- immediately because it was a nickname for the username. And it was in a very moving from a student to uh, a professional setting. And they had to change um, their username and start using a new uh, email address because it was offending other professionals. So that's the reason why I just caution you. My last uh, caution is to caution you to be careful so that your branding is is consistent across the board. BKRoystonPublishing.com, BKRoystonPublishing at gmail.com, Julia at BKRoystonPublishing.com. Um, they are very, very consistent. Uh, my mama didn't allow nicknames anyway, so I don't really have one. People may have make up their own little nickname, but officially, I don't have one. <laughs> so be careful with that, especially if you're striving to move from a very casual, you can have, uh, um, you know, uh, you know, I, I used to have people who would call me Juju, but that's not my professional name. That's not my government name. It's Julia, J-U-L-I-A. And that's what my mama named me. And my mama didn't even, and my daddy, you know, my daddy would call me by my, all my names, <laughs> my two middle names included. So they didn't, you know, they didn't really have a big deal about, um, you know, big girl, fat girl, pretty girl, whatever. No, they didn't know. They might have referred to me to that, but that wasn't a nickname. We didn't get those. So just be careful. Just be thinking about that. If you had fun chick at gmail.com for, for years and years and years, that's fine. You can use that for personal. But when you move into a professional status, be sure and start thinking about, you know, your first initial, middle initial, and your last name at gmail.com. So those are some helpful hints. I hope they help you along your journey. Uh, you know, and I know technology is like, we're moving away from email. Uh, not so fast. Um, so utilize them um, to help move you forward in the business world. Uh, respond, reply, uh, communicate so that you can move your book, your message, and your business to the next level. I'm Dr. Julia Royston. You've been listening to another edition of the Book Business Boss Show, where we help you get your message to the masses, turn your words into wealth, and be a book business boss. Have a great day. Bye-bye. You have been listening to the Book Business Boss Show. For more information on how you can become a book business boss, visit www.bookbusinessbosses.com. That's bookbusinessbosses.com. Hi, it's Carla Jarvis, your favorite nurse practitioner, coming to you every week from Carla's Corner. And it's the corner where lifestyle meets healthcare. Here on Envision Radio every Wednesday at 1 p.m. See you there.